Hi everyone, welcome back to Funair Talks. So we're on to episode seven this time, which is about gaming. So last time we spoke about food, if I'm right, which I think yeah. is Melina's thing. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I feel like <laughs> Melina could talk about food for days. Who knows? We might have a snippet about food in this. We don't know what's going to happen really. <laughs> um, so today we're just going to have a general chat about gaming which happened to be like the most voted topic on the Twitter poll that I put up a few weeks ago. So if you want to check out our social media, it's at Flanair Talks Podcast on Instagram, at Flanair Talks on Twitter, and Flanair Talks on YouTube. So I'll start by asking you guys to just give us a quick introduction on things like how long you've been gaming for and any fun facts you might have about gaming that we might not have known otherwise. My... How long have I been gaming for? Oh my gosh. Since I was eight, so not, not that long But, um, so at eight and I first started with a PS2 and I used to play Sims 2. Sims, <laughs> you know. And Sly Raccoon, because Sly Raccoon is my life. And um, things to know about gaming, I would say the only thing that I know about gaming is probably I found out just the other day that Tekken, if you go to play Tekken in a championship, you have to have a joystick. And now I want a joystick from PlayStation. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's proper like the arcade versions and I want one. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, whenever the Nintendo DS came out, that's when I started because mm. I got the DS Lite for Christmas once. It was, oh, I love that. But I want another one now. You know, I'm really into like retro stuff at the minute. I've got a... Um, an old film camera and I'm wanting to get like all those kind of old things and I want to get a DS Lite again because it was it just brings me back and I want to get all the old games. I used to play like Animal Crossing, the OG, um, what are the other, Nintendogs. Nintendogs. Where are they now? <laughs> Where are they now? They're probably how, away. how are my dogs? And I played, there was this Bratz game and it was great. It was basically like you just went around doing like fashion shows. Mm. It was amazing. Sounds familiar. I don't think I've ever mm. actually played it though. Whenever that came out, that's when I started my gaming. What about you? Um, so I've kind of grown up with gaming, um, like as a hobby, but not like as a, you know, my main thing, because it never could be, because I said to my parents, oh, I want to be into gaming when I'm older. And they said, no, shut up and do your maths work. Um, <laughs> terrible at maths to this day so it hasn't benefited me at all so it's kind of become more of a habit now to kind of spend a few minutes gaming on whatever between work and you know doing that and sometimes I'd go and moderate a discord server so kind of gaming's gone from just playing games to moderating a discord server for a League of Legends streamer um, I won't tell you who, um, probably for copyright reasons, but I can tell you if you play League that he plays jungle in NA and he's got a lot of catchphrases. But yeah, I'll let you work that one out. If you happen to see me, say hi. <laughs> say hi back to you as well. Um, so moving on to obviously still with gaming, but um, what games are you playing now, if any, Melina? Um, so I am currently playing a, I think it's a Sanrio farm game, so it's called Sumiko Farm mm. and it's adorable because they've got all the like Sanrio characters um, 
and yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to build up my farm at the minute. And I'm also playing uh, Yakuza. Hmm. I started the, cause they, they re redid them all, I think 2019, 2020. Hmm. So I'm starting on like the first one and hopefully I'll be able to go through all the other ones soon as well. Mm. But yeah, I'm enjoying that. I'm playing Tekken. Well, I was playing Tekken until I broke something. <laughs> I've now found out I've had Game Rage from Tekken. <laughs> um, that and I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima because uh, my partner said it was a really good game and um, I'm playing it in Japanese because, you know, Japanese OG, you know. Um, but I really like the graphics kind of aspect of it as well, and I think the graphics look really good on a PS5, just mm. uh, you know, for PS5 sake. What about you, Zara? Oh my gosh, uh, uh, distress. Um, <laughs> um, so I have mentioned in a previous podcast I mainly play rhythm games. So at the moment I'm playing Bang Dream Girls Band Party. Um, I'm playing Genshin Impact. Uh, I'm playing Honkai Impact um, and then I'll play League of Legends um, both Wild Rift and the original one on PC so those are the games that I generally kind of play I guess um, but about the games that you've just mentioned what do you kind of like or dislike about what you're playing Amber? having gaming rage for Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I have game rage is because it was the only game that I was good at and then Olive decided he was going to beat me at my own game that I can not play. So I said no to that, so I'm not playing no more. I'm not playing no more. What is Tekken? It's a it's a it's a fighting game so you just fight against each other. Ah. It's like a, a one on one battle against people. And um, I like to use Katsumi and Devil Lady. <laughs> But Ghost of Tsushima, the only thing I don't like about that is it's supposed to be a Japanese game, but obviously the people are made in English. So when you put it in Japanese, you can see them speaking English in the background and they just don't like that. So <laughs> if they're going to make it, they should have made it in a Japanese setting and actual Japanese people making the characters talk, not English. Yeah. But it is an American game, so I can see why they've done that. Yeah. I mean, I think with um, Sumiko Farm, it's it's one of those farming games so if you want to get like the gems and stuff you've got to pay it's the same issue with the um, gacha games and things like that you know i i i hate when you have to i hate the paywall i hate that so much because I, I want to be able to do everything but i'm not i'm not putting money into it <laughs> i don't even have money for my own things let alone <laughs> my fake farm <laughs> <laughs> and then Yakuza. I mean, I really, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. But I'm currently playing it on PC, and I am not very good at PC gaming because I can't deal with keyboards. I don't like options. I don't like having lots of keys. I like to have like three keys. That's it. You know, you move one, and you know it does everything for you. So I have recently purchased a, a gamepad so that I can plug it in and use that instead. Plus it means that I don't have to be like right next to the screen as well. I can kind of have that sitting away and I can just lay back and enjoy my gaming experience. <laughs> um, so I guess for me, um, 
I'll only name like two, but I really like what I really like about Bandroom is that they will have events all the time. So you'll have an event for like a week, two weeks, that'll end, you'll get your rewards. And like a few days later, they'll start a brand new event. So there's always something going on. Um, that and Genshin and Honkai actually have a gacha aspect of it. Um, now I haven't spent any money on Honkai or Bandream, but I have spent a lot of money on Genshin. Oh my god. Now, if you ask me how much I've spent, it's a lot. It's, guess, take a guess how much have I spent on Genshin. Aww. 500. Yes, I've spent hey. about 500 pounds <laughs> on Genshin in fact. Wait, because seriously? I have no no restraint, <laughs> but not all at once. So oh, that's okay. Then. It's absolutely fine because my paycheck is absolutely fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh this is fine. <laughs> because I'm a sucker for anime characters that I, don't I think like. I've ever spent 500 quid in one place. In my bar. defense, 100 wasn't even for me. <laughs> I mean. That's worse. A hundred was for Swede because I'm like, you know what? Treat yourself. Have some gacha. Ha have some pretty girls. I paypal'd him a hundred pounds <laughs> and just went, there you go. Be free. Oh, and he no. could have used it for something else, but he used it for Genshin. <laughs> oh, I wish I had somebody who would just send me a hundred quid randomly. <laughs> send I need, send I me a, a PayPal detail. <laughs> no, no. You need to stop. <laughs> I won't take money from you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I just like? Well, I think all the League people can all agree that what we hate about League is like everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, Isn't that a thing where it's like, it's every League player both loves and hates League? Yeah, I mean, if you've spent a lot of time investing into like getting your rank up and, you know, inc improving your skills at League, it seems a waste to kind of just stop um, unless you're Dyrus, in which case shout out to Dyrus because you you stopped um, <laughs> and I want to know how. But what I just like, I just like the toxic players. I just like the balance changes because there haven't been any and the ego isn't balanced. That's all I'm saying. You'll, you'll know, but it's not balanced or whatever. Anyway, moving on. Can you tell me three games that you're either playing at the moment or played in the past that kind of made you who you are today? That's a very deep question. Yeah, for gaming as <laughs> for well. Gaming. <laughs> I mean, I think Animal Crossing, definitely, because it's just cute and wholesome and you just enjoy yourself on it. And I like that, you know, that's the first game that I properly played. Mm. All I can think of is the Scooby-Doo game, <laughs> and that definitely didn't <laughs> shape me. Or did it? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I think, I mean, games like God of War and um, things like that, where it's got amazing visuals and it's got like a story, those have really um, stuck with me because I'm really into sort of filmmaking and I love seeing things like that where it's not necessarily like for film but they've really put so much effort into it and like the way that they've done camera angles even though it's obviously like not done with a camera it's done digitally but I think yeah they look absolutely gorgeous and 
especially with the um, the latest God of War fil- uh, film, <laughs> the God of War game. They've um, like the fact that you could see so far into the background, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with the game. It's just that world building, and the same with things like Cyberpunk at the moment. You know, the buildings look absolutely incredible, even though obviously you don't really do much with them. It's just yeah, I like that they put that effort in. Cooking Mama. Yes. <laughs> I never played. Oh my god. They brought another one out for PlayStation, but I don't dare buy it because it came out like the they launched it by themselves and then it came back out. But Cooking Mama, so I like cooking. Animal Crossing, because Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. If people play Animal Crossing, they'll know. You Animal know. Crossing. And Call of Duty. Because mm. I'd love to shoot a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Any specific Call of Duty? Call of Duty Black Ops 2. That was mm. my OG. Had to, had to be the OG. Can't play zombies though. It scares me. I can't play Call Oh my gosh. Mm. I can't play FPS games. Oh, that's not good. I think one of the games that shaped me was, surprise, surprise, a rhythm game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretends to be shocked. It was Rhythm Heaven on the DS, oh. and it's kind of an obscure game, but if you like rhythm games, go for that one. Um, and then on the PS2 was Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex, yes. and I'm very salty that they didn't remake it, so that's... that's Fingers good. crossed they will. Fingers crossed. They're doing all the remasters at the moment, so. I hope so, because it was really good. <laughs> it's like one of the only games I played on PS2. Um, Okay, so let's talk about newer releases. So, are there any releases from like the past year? So, you know, January 2020, for example, that have caught your interest at all? Yeah, I think um, the The Last of Us 2, that absolutely incredible game. And I hate horror. I'm, I'm an absolute scaredy cat. Um, and those kind of games always freak me out but I think the the world building in it and the way that um, apparently people said that it actually looked like Seattle which I thought was so cool like the fact that the designers went out and they were like yes let's actually make this look like a proper place you know I I love that and I think they did the kind of post-apocalyptic world really well with all the like overgrown grass and things I thought that was super cool and then yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. I think that one's cool. I, I, I actually like the glitches in it because I think it, it, it makes it funny. And to me, that's always like an extra. <laughs> I've got to agree with you on Last of Us 2. I was well excited for that. Pre-ordered it, had it for two days and I completed it in two days, but still, it was really <laughs> good. And Animal Crossing, because it came yeah. out when it was locked down and obviously, you need a wholesome game whilst you're crying on the inside. Mm. I forgot about that. <laughs> I haven't opened my Animal Crossing since June last year. No. So, you know, if this gets enough likes, I might open it up again and show you what it looks like after... Show you my island. Eight, after eight months of nothing. <laughs> See, I have to go on it at least 10 minutes a day, just so then I don't pull it to the little bits and pieces. <laughs> I just couldn't anymore. What about you, Zarya? Um, so I've mentioned them already, but Genshin Impact and League of Legends World Rift, probably, because just, yeah, <laughs> Gacha, 
and frustration, but in mobile form. I love it. <laughs> um, so, Lainey, you mentioned about Cyberpunk 2077, and a lot of people have been really excited for it, uh, obviously, because, yeah, Keanu Reeves! Yeah, Keanu oh, Reeves! Yeah. What a legend. Um, although I, I've never actually had it or played it, um, you mentioned that there are like glitches and stuff in it. So, yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit more about Well, that? I think it's, is it made by Bandai? I think so, yeah. Are you, are you on PC? Uh, yeah. Is it, is it still on PC? And they took it off PS, PlayStation and all that, they, it's completely gone. Yeah, so basically Bandai is well known for just these little glitches that happen. It, is nothing necessarily too bad, but it's always just like little things. And obviously it depends on what you're playing it with. Cause if you're playing it with a PS4, then the glitches are a plenty. It's so bad. But if you're playing it on PlayStation 5, it's not as bad. And obviously it depends on um, like if you're doing PC gaming, like what PC you have and things like that. But yeah, some of, some of the glitches are hilarious. Like you can just end up outside of the car and you're still driving it and all that kind of thing. There's like this scene where Keanu Reeves is smoking, but he stubs out a cigarette, but the cigarette stays in the air. So he's like, <laughs> continues smoking a different one, but he's got another one that's like right in front of him. <laughs> and yeah, personally, I love those kinds of little glitches. I think it, you know, adds something to the atmosphere. Mm. But yeah, I, I'd like to see what it was like if it didn't have that kind of thing. Mm. Do, you, do you know anything about the glitches or...? Nah, I just know that it's been taken off and that someone hacked it. Someone oh, hacked into cool. it and they don't know whether they're going to re-release it now because of the hacks. So, so someone hacked it, so it's not on PS5 and it's not on PS4 anymore because obviously they took it down for the glitches to fix it and then obviously this company's hacked into them so I don't know what's going on with that but I know a lot of people were excited to play it if they did fix the glitches but mm. we don't know what's going to happen with it now yeah yeah well there were like loads of glitches with it and a lot of people were saying that it shouldn't have been released when it was because of how buggy it was yeah and a lot of people were questioning if they actually did any alpha or beta testing before it was released because people were like these glitches are really obvious like they're glaringly obvious when you play the game so was this even tested so you know things like frame rate drops was probably one of the most mentioned things um people mentioned poor model rendering and things like weapons not spawning or if you're going to assassinate an enemy or something they would glitch and respawn behind you. Yeah, they didn't They didn't always die. It's like, you put so much effort in <laughs> to get through a fight and then suddenly they're like behind you. And then psyched. Completely restored. Mm. So that's that. But in the context of amazing Keanu Reeves and <laughs> the out of context memes that came from it, one of our hosts actually made a parody TikTok video <laughs> about it. So do you want to tell us about that really quickly? I did. I'll post it on here. It's, um, so we decided <laughs> to make the meme that everybody knows. I don't really want to say the explicit words because it's explicit. But if everybody's seen that meme from Cyberpunk with Keanu Reeves and he, he says lots of 
words that I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> then go find it on the TikTok. Um, it is on at Lunacorns. It is on, on that site if you want to see it. But I've put a snippet of it in the YouTube video as well. <laughs> it's funny and I look cool with a beard, all right? You actually do. <laughs> you look like Keanu Reeves. That's what freaks me out. <laughs> okay, so a couple of future releases for this year that have caught my eye in particular and that I think some of our listeners might be interested in. So um, this month in March, because you know by the time this comes out, it'll be March. So technically this month, it'll be Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time that'll get released. Um, a lot of people are excited for Resident Evil Village coming out in May. And oh, Lady the, Dimitrescu. the big woman. <laughs> my goodness. So what is she, where is she? Is she nine? Eight, eight, foot. eight, nine foot vampire. Oh, Amazing. Lady Dimitrescu. Beautiful. <laughs> and then you've got Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword in July. Um, mm. But obviously there's a lot more than that. But those are the three that I feel like you guys are probably the most interested in. Um, so during lockdown, obviously everyone should be staying inside and staying safe to protect themselves and everyone else. So especially during lockdown it's been very isolating to say the least you know some people don't live with their families um and there might be instances where something's happened with their family and can't go see them so i personally think that gaming is a good way to distract you from the kind of isolation so what do you guys think do you agree do you disagree and why i've done less gaming in lockdown than I do normal. <laughs> but I think that's because I'm classed as a grateful worker. Yeah. So I'm always working. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, like you said before, the fact that Animal Crossing came out right as lockdown was happening, it was the perfect time. And I think all that anyone was doing at the time was just playing Animal Crossing. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, it's definitely a useful way because, I mean, you've got games like Among Us and other um, multiplayer games where people can meet up online uh, without actually having to meet in person. Mm. And I think that's quite um, a good way, you know, to keep in contact with people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so what about voice chats in games? Do you think they can be beneficial? Because I know for some games, especially like, you know, COD, for example, um, they're really good for like communicating with your team during the game. But like, what do you think about voice chats for someone's mental health? So, for example, someone hasn't been out in months; they haven't spoken to anyone in months, and this is like the first inter human interaction anyway that they have. What do you think about that? I think they are good, but people abuse them. Mm. Like you hear, like you were saying about League. You know, you get some really stupid players who decide that they're going to get very personal with what they're saying and the thing is at the end of the day it is a game mm. and i think people need to realize that people are gaming for different reasons like you might be doing it in a very focused way but other people might just be doing it to let off steam mm. so you need to be more aware of other people and i think that's why gamers end up getting a bad rap because it people look at gamers and they think oh well you're just you know somebody shouting at a screen when actually that's not really true of everyone mm. that's just the most vocal people 
PlayStation have done that thing now where it records your first, it records what you're saying in the group chats. Mm. So if you do say anything offensive, you do get um, banned. Like permanently banned? Yeah, you get permanently banned. That's, that's really that's good. That's what they've brought in now. They brought it when the new, when the PS5 decided to come out. So you can't say certain words and things. Um, I think it only records you for the first 20 minutes, if I'm correct, but I, I don't, I don't really know, but especially as well on EA um, if you do have any like offensive or they deem offensive um, language in any titles or anything or your gameplay you will get banned off there as well because I know a few people that have had that happen to them <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, yeah I agree because sometimes you'll get toxic players um, especially in League and um, although League doesn't have voice chat for the entire team, if you're not pre-made with them, say if, you know, you have a good game, you end up adding someone, and then you have voice comms with them on Discord or League chat, whoever uses that, um, <laughs> and, you know, they could be verbally abusing you, and then it's it's not going to benefit your mental health then, is it? It's just going to make you feel even worse. And considering the fact that a league game is on average about 40 minutes long, it's just not worth it sitting there for 40 minutes and having someone shout at you. So I think it really depends on, you know, if you're playing with friends, um, and do you know who you're talking to, really? You could yeah. be speaking to some little kid who's had a bad day and decided to scream at you, and you could be on the edge of, you know, crying and thinking oh i'll enjoy my favorite game and talk to people over yeah. the game alternatively it could be kids who you know they they have this bravado because they don't understand like how words can be hurtful mm. and you know they say something harmful that hurts someone else and in the end you just need to be respectful of people and just yeah just be aware that not everyone is in the same situation that you're in when you're gaming or just in life in general mm. okay so a similar topic i guess but a similar but popular topic i'll say but do you think there's a correlation between violent games and violent behavior in the real world anger management <laughs> <laughs> i'd say uh, i'd say like call of duty and stuff maybe Hmm. because I know quite a few people that have got anger issues from playing that game mm. and it's come out in the in adulthood and then they've had to try and sort themselves out from that. Yeah. Um, I think if you don't think about it too seriously, you shouldn't be affected. But I feel like some people that have the that mentality that they don't know that they have, hmm. um, it could maybe strike it. Yeah. With me, it's always like just the whole thing of socialization, you know, going back to GCSEs. Um, and like, if, if little kids are um, brought up with violent games or violent TV shows, anything like that, it is something that they take on um, and because, but they don't take it on like to heart. They just think it's like a funny thing and they don't understand the consequences of their actions always. Like it, it this is completely different. This is not to do with gaming or violence, but I remember, um, I think it was 2019, it was found out that loads of uh, like kids, like primary school kids who had been watching Love Island were then going to school and like coupling up and things like that, like doing the stuff that they were doing on Love Island at school. 
which it, they obviously don't understand what's happening. They don't understand, you know, why that would be a problem or why that would be in any way weird. Mm. But it's that whole thing of like, they've been social, like they've been shown this form of entertainment and they've just taken it on. And I think in some ways with young kids, they are very, uh, they soak up this kind of entertainment. And if they see things like violence, they're like, haha, it's fun. And they can take that on. I think you just need to be aware mm. with kids and like things like that. But as adults, you know, you should be mature enough to learn ways of managing yourself. Mm. I agree with, with both. I feel like kids are very influenced by their surroundings. They'll soak up information without actually knowing the meaning behind them. So if I'm not saying that this is all kids, some kids are quite self-aware and understand the difference between fiction and real life. So I'm not going to say that it's directly correlated, but it can be a factor into why they do become violent in real life because they'll see something in a game and be like, oh, um, oh yeah, I got five stars on GTA, oh, they were all chasing me, but I escaped, it's fine. So I can do that in real life and it'll be exactly the same, but that's not the case because they will, they can, and they will find you, always. Okay, sometimes, but <laughs> my point is, it's just being, you know, as, as both Amber and Melina said, just being a bit more aware of, you know, it's a game, it's not real life. Um, it most likely wouldn't impact you in real life if you, you know, lost a game because you did something wrong or, you know, if someone says something over the internet, don't take it out on someone in real life because you're most likely never going to see that person in real life. Right, so um, we've done the really, really deep and kind of depressing <laughs> topics. That's very deep for gaming, but I feel like there's there's a lot there to kind of talk about um, because gaming kind of does get a bad reputation for the toxic players. Um, when realistically, you should just have fun with it, enjoy it. Yeah. It's whatever, unless you're making money from it, in which case take it very seriously. <laughs> but I know a lot of people aren't making money from it, so until that day comes when you are make that money until you do make that <laughs> money and make that dollar just have fun with it as best you can um so finally if you could give our listeners a tip for finding a game that they would like time and time again what would it be i think um if you have a gaming console or if you're just using pc um just go for any games that are cheap at the moment and try and find ones that are in different genres to work out which genre you like best. Like me personally, I worked out that I really like story-based games. So I bought like a bundle of games that were on offer and most of those were story-based. So I got into them and I found out that I really liked that and I preferred that to um, multiplayer games and gacha and all that kind of thing um so i always go for that now but yeah it, i think don't put a lot of money in just because something's popular if you don't know that you're going to enjoy it mm. because you know you could end up you know paying 40 quid for a game or sometimes 60 quid or even more and then realize actually i don't really care about this mm. it's not really that fun to me 
Um, so just try with like cheaper games to start with. And then if you like those, then move on to, you know, the more expensive games and the more expensive consoles and things like that. Yeah, if, you, if you're a PlayStation player, which um, people probably know about this already, but subscription to PSN, you get trials on most of the games. Also, if you buy the EA subscription for 79p that is on currently, uh, you can also trial any EA game um, for 10 hours. So if you find a game that you kind of like, so for example, I go on the PlayStation, so PlayStation YouTube channel will always put events on there and I watch them on there and then I watch gameplay. And then if I decide that I kind of like it, I go on the PlayStation store or the EA store, depending on who's made it. And then I just do the trial to see whether I like it before spending £70 on a game. Exactly. <laughs> um, I guess mine is, is similar to Melina's. So it's kind of think of what you're looking for in a game. So do you want realistic graphics? Do you want anime graphics? Do you want a game that's kind of story driven or like a kind of slice of life simulation game, kind of like Sims? Um, what genre like horror comedy adventure do you want a game that you can come back to and you haven't really missed out on anything or do you want a game that's like high maintenance and you have to come back to it day after day after day to keep it maintained once you've kind of thought about that i feel like you'll kind of cut down like the amount of games that are available to you to play and try and you'll kind of end up finding like-minded people as well. So I'd, I'd look at reviews for a game once you've found what kind of game you're looking for to find out what's kind of best for you and kind of work off that. Because there'll always be a community with reviews, unless it's a super new game with, you know, no reviews, in which case can't really help you there. No. Um, <laughs> okay, so I think that's everything, but do you guys have any questions about gaming before we wrap it up? Uh, no, I think just, you know, who, who are your favourite YouTube gamers and Twitch gamers? I'd like to know. I want to follow some new people, so give me some content, please, <laughs> whilst we're still in lockdown. Yeah. I'd like to know what consoles people use. Are you a PlayStation? Are you an Xbox? Are you a PC? Are you a Nintendo? A Switch. <laughs> because we all know you can't be an Xbox and a PlayStation person. You can choose either one or the other. Jokes no. on you, I was both. Oh, I know. I hate the way that Xbox controllers are. I, I don't like the shape of them. And everyone's like, oh, but it's it's meant for like dexterity and stuff. But for me, like my thumbs don't go there. My thumbs go where PlayStation one joysticks are. I don't like that you put batteries in them. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Have a wireless charger. Come on, <laughs> get the times. I mean, saying that, all I've got is a switch, so <laughs> and a PC. All right, guys. So that's it for this week's podcast. So hopefully, we've gone over some aspects that have kind of interested you and given you a better idea of like who we are. I guess if you're still <laughs> getting used to who we are after seven episodes, as always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Planner Talks. Follow us on Twitter, Planner Talks. And on Instagram, at Planner Talks Podcast. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you cinnamon buns. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you some kind of food item. Well, I was on. thinking flans, flans, because it's like Planner. <laughs> see you flans later. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>